Joining us is one of my favorite guests. I always make sure to have her on because she is the smartest person I know, next to Anthony, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Diane Madfis is with us. She is a board-certified dermatologist. She is a brilliant woman. Um, she just knows everything about skin and uh Everything going on in the world right now of dermatology seems to always be reflected on what's going on in the world. It's one of those few, I guess, medicines that whatever's happening in dermatology, there's always something, there's always a reason in the world currently why that is a thing. So that's why I like to have you on because now everyone's talking about mask knee and then there are these new studies out. So there's a million questions to ask you. Well, um, thank you for having me because <laughs> I love being on your show too. It's always fun and informative for your listeners. Absolutely. And really important that they um, be able to hear some of these things that they, they're like, it's amazing. We're all in, we're all like dealing with the pandemic and you have these experiences that you wonder, are these shared experiences? Am I the only one going through this? And I saw a study recently that said 60% of us are starting to feel uncomfortable in our own skin. Like we literally look at our skin head to toe and go, no. So, so it's a time, unfortunately, that everyone is becoming more self-critical of themselves and their self-esteem is not so good. And, you know, between Zoom and between your selfies and your Instagram and your posting, and it's only natural, actually, to be a little more hypercritical, but this is at a different level. Like, people are really, 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 their self-esteem is so low. Um, you know, part of the problem is we're also, you know, zooming in. The light is bad. The angles are bad. And, you know, people are just a little sad. And it's reflected in their skin at the same time. Plus, you're not in your routine, so you're not taking care of your skin as good as you used to. Um, your diet's a little different. Your sleep habits are different. It all connects, and that's why I'm not surprised about that study. So that's a, that's a lot of information. Let's break that down for one second. So I'm kind of curious about the diet-skin connection because I never really thought about that. I figured, you know, if you eat healthy enough, your skin's going to be fine. And then I remember when I was a teenager, if you had acne, they'd say, you know, don't eat potato chips. Like that was the one thing that they didn't want you to eat. And chocolate. What, chocolate was the other one. You right. Could, chocolate yeah. was the other one. So what what's the connection? Like what's the, what's the diet-skin connection that we all need to know about and think about? now okay so processed foods have higher refined sugars higher refined sugars turns on your cortisol level stimulates your oil and your sebum production and that's why you don't eat the potato chips because it does contribute to your acne you can have your chocolate it's got to be dark chocolate though um but also when you touch your face after whatever you're eating it also goes on top of your skin so i also have people eat a lot of antioxidants and vegetables and you know get your natural vitamins through your food and it really makes a difference the problem is probably also not getting enough sleep you know everyone's having little sleep issues right now and your collagen and your skin needs to regenerate at night so if you're not getting those hours your skin's going to look duller your self-esteem is going to go down and it's all connected i had acne when i was a kid and now 20, 30 years later, I still have acne. At, at this point, shouldn't my wrinkles squeeze the zits? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I thought, you know, when my parents were my age, they didn't have this issue. So why now? 
do I have the issue? Why is it more and more adults have the issue now? So part of it is our increased stressful lives. Because when we are stressed, our cortisol levels, which is a normal hormone that our bodies make, gets elevated. And that hormone turns on your sebaceous glands, which triggers your acne. So if you have a tendency for it or a history of it, you're actually going to start breaking out again because those glands are still your glands and those trigger is still triggering. However, now as you get older, you take care of your skin a little differently. Hmm. Plus, Anthony, you've got some testosterone going on and testosterone <laughs> turns on those glands as well. <laughs> and that's not going away. When I hit 90 and I'm dead, will, will they will they squeeze my zits before they put me into the casket? That's what I want to know. Am I still going to have it in the casket? So as your, as your testosterone levels start going down, you will be having less acne. However, however... Your collagen would like to be a little bit happier, and that's why I need you to take care of your skin maybe a little more because it's not a losing proposition that you're going to have acne for the rest of your life. You know, the, the topicals are so much better now. There's retinols, there's glycolic acid, salicylic acid, there's peels. There's so much you can do so don't blame your genetics so the, right because i mean look at look at dr diane matfis right there i mean she's 87 you'd never know it look at that skin <laughs> so the good news is is i will have clear skin so the chicks will dig me but i won't be able to do anything because i'll have no testosterone no 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 because you are going to exercise and take your vitamins and again all connect You'll have a little bit of testosterone, otherwise your your collagen won't regenerate. So okay. you actually will keep making it. So there's um, still hope for my skin yet. There's so much <laughs> hope for your skin. You know, the only thing I heard in that whole conversation was that I probably in my 20s should have married somebody super wealthy so I'd had like no stress. Right. Because stress is doing all these terrible things to my skin and my face. So had I like married somebody super wealthy and never worked a day in my life, I, I made the wrong choices. It's too late now. <laughs> it's never too late. What are you talking about? <laughs> now, is there anything uh, coming around the corner that is really, really good for acne? Do you see a new type of medicine? You know, Yes. The actually okay. so there are topicals that are actually aiming a little more at the sebaceous glands so we just talked about hormones and some of the new topicals are blocking the effects of those hormones plus also you know wrinkle creams and serums they're all getting better to stimulate collagen vitamin c is pretty awesome so if you get a pimple it doesn't have to last as long so because acne is a part of life and, and it's all kind of normal. And now with us wearing masks, everyone has mask acne now. Mm -hmm. but, but again, you can treat that. You can take care of it. We're talking with Dr. Diane Madfis. And so when it comes to maskne, because I like this, it's a cute term. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, is there something that we should be, before I put my mask on, should I put something on? And then, and then my second question with masks is, so if I have a mask on my face, do I need sunblock? Ah, so, oh, you always need sunblock. You know the answer. You set me up for that one. But that's okay. Because the mask, the mask shifts. And it she's getting. Move. And there's a side view and incidental sun exposure. So, yes, okay. you do need to put sunblock. But one of the problems with the mask acne itself is actually moisture. Um, you can get friction from the mask. 
And it's also very warm and the rubbing. And there's normal bacteria and sebaceous glands. Mm -hmm. So I love your idea. And it is the right one to actually put a cream on underneath your mask. Because then you get a barrier between your mask and your skin. And it'll actually protect it from the friction. It won't be as moist. And a lot of people apply uh, different matte, matte moisturizers now that actually absorb a little bit of the oil. Okay, so if I'm putting like a foundation that has like a matte and moisturizer in it, is that enough or do I need like a hyaluronic acid cream on top of it? That's You know what? For your skin, that's perfect. For people who are a little drier, they're Mm. actually going to need that hyaluronic acid. Well, Cooper has mask knee and ass knee. So (laughs) (laughs) I do. (laughs) She's got it on both ends. So she needs you like soon. It's true. (laughs) I have to say like that, you know, uh, no joke. I've been sitting on my butt more and I've, I've never had sits on my butt. I feel like sitting on my butt more since this pandemic, I now have acne on my butt. I've never had that before. Like, is that, is that a thing? Um, it, it is a thing. Normally we see more with bathing suits and the beach and like sand and, and stuff like that. So um, how about a salicylic acid wash that you keep in the shower? Okay. You, when you wash, you lather for one minute and then rinse it off and let's see if we can help the butt acne. <laughs> I love that. I know every time my boyfriend comes in and if I'm getting changed, I immediately turn around and like I back out of the room. <laughs> like I don't want him to see what's going on there. Like as far as he's concerned, I hope he doesn't listen to this because he doesn't know. <laughs> well, he'll think it's like a new dance you're doing. <laughs> exactly. It's like just walking out backwards. I think it's really cute. Yeah, I won't tell him why. All right, so Dr. Mathis, where can we find you? Uh, I'm in my office in Manhattan and in Greenwich, Connecticut. So Perfect. And uh, for people that don't live in the New York area because this show is national, uh, where can we find you online? Uh, you can go to DianeMadfis.com or Madfisderm. 